This is 1 in 44, a presentation of Anderson Center for Autism. 1 in 44 is a weekly show devoted to autism spectrum disorder. Good morning and welcome to 1 in 44, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, Chief Development Officer at Anderson Center for Autism, and I'm very excited to have as a guest this morning, Anthony Quattrochi. I think I said that right. Yes, you did. From from Anthony Quattrochi's Martial Arts Institute. Anthony, good morning. Thanks for being on the show. Good morning. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate this. Well, we appreciate you, and we're going to get into exactly why uh, right now. So a while back, and you're going to tell us the details, um, you and your Martial Arts Institute uh, team went through a training with Anderson's uh, Anderson Center Consulting and Training, otherwise known as ACT. Uh, it was our Autism Supportive Environment Training, and um, we're thrilled that you did that, and we want to hear all about what that was like uh, for you and anyone else who was involved, and then we want to hear about what you're doing now after having received that training so i'll take it away absolutely okay so yeah we uh we had the team come down in the fall of 2021 and they trained just about every instructor on my team on how to teach uh what signs to look for um it's it was a little bit of a different way to teach and Mm -hmm. it's something that i i wanted to do for a very long time um and we finally had the staff support for that and to actually open up a class and um it, it just it's turned out wonderful um so, so let me interrupt back- you just for a second so you fall of 2021 was right around the time that we were finally able to do some in-person trainings again um so so our team came down and trained you was it one was it one trainer who came down to work with you guys i believe there was one yes okay yes. and and how, what's the size of your team that went through the training uh, I think we had about 10 people go through oh, wow. that. Right. All right. And, um, and just one last quick question. Was there a specific reason? Do you, do you, you know, are there, are there, was there a personal connection to somebody with autism? Was the, where, did you find yourself sometimes having families wanting their loved one on the spectrum to come and take classes, but then it kind of didn't exactly work great? Was there some compelling reason why you thought now was the time? Um, well, it's something that my mom always wanted me to do. And she, you know, she always said that, uh, you know, there are a lot of people, not just children with disabilities, but Mm -hmm. older, older people. So why not have a program designed for those people that aren't athletically capable? And, you know, and it was something that that I wanted to do before uh, she passed. But unfortunately, you know, it was close. But uh, she's looking at, you know, above me and, and, and smiling with pride that we finally got this um off the ground and and the benefits are just incredible and not only does it help the students that we have in that special class but it actually helped my team learn how to teach and reach the rest of the traditional program that's great awesome well all right so thank you to mom and um and i'm sorry for your loss but what a wonderful um i'm sure among many other things but what a lovely part of a legacy to leave behind so so Great. Thank you for that. So, um, so yeah, then we'll go back to where you were in terms of, you know, the, the how, how that all went. Yeah. So when I opened up a school, my school 20 years ago in Wappingers, mm-hmm. I did have some, some people come in with some special needs and, you know, I, I did my best to train them. Obviously I wanted to make sure that I had more of a staff to help them. Um, and you know, we did, we did for the most part, but obviously there's, there's different, ranges on the spectrum that we could handle at that time and you know with a bigger class i like to a lot of the noise you know frightened some of them mm-hmm. so i always wanted to you know try to make sure that i try to get my my team 
trained for that, you know, for those people. Um, and we did. So over the years, we actually have one of our um, assistant instructors and helpers, James. He has Down syndrome mm-hmm. and he's one of our black belts. He's been with the school uh, over 10 years and he oh. actually assists in helping uh, not only train the class, but to be there as a role model to show that, you know, what you can do, um, you know, with some disabilities. And uh, it's, he's a great role model. I love taking his picture with him. And, uh, you know, we always we have a, a picture of, you know, on social media and um, and a video of us, you know, posing with our muscles and stuff. Uh, great kid. And, uh, and that's what we want for everybody. We want people to come in, be able to take the class, uh, do the training that they're able to do and be positive and feel good about themselves. And um, and, and then he, it's amazing what these kids can do. I couldn't agree with you more. Um, that's wonderful. It sounds like you, so you really had sort of a vision for this for quite a long time. Um, and then you know, everything kind of came together. So what are, can you, can you share a little bit about maybe some of the specific things that you learned through the ASE training or that your, the, your 10 staff learned um, that you might've been able to, let me backtrack a little bit. I think sometimes when people hear about these types of trainings and what they might want to, you know, how they might want to change their business, whether it's an environmental change or, or a staff training aspect, it can feel overwhelming. But what we often hear is that after a business goes through the training, they realize that a lot of the things that can be changed do two things. Either they're more simple than you might have thought going into it, or um, you kind of hit on this before, the changes and the training actually helps you become a more inclusive business and more effective with all of your customers and clients, not just the people who are coming in with special needs. So can you maybe comment on both of those? Absolutely. Um, Well, I mean, when we were going through the training, I realized not that I'm on the spectrum, but I I have myself learning disabilities, Mm -hmm. dyslexia and, uh, you know, ADHD and and things like that. So as we're going through the training, I'm like, hey, um, that's the way I learn. And you know, so I was cool. like, wait a second. Yeah. So and, you know, being a martial arts instructor, martial arts is supposed to be rigid and, you know, you're supposed to have focus and discipline. And a lot of times the, the people in the class, especially in uh, the more advanced classes, as I'm speaking, you know, I had students looking at their toes and not looking at me. And, and I was like, you know, how come you're not looking at me? going through the training, I realized that's how they learn. Mm-hmm. And and I didn't even realize that I myself sometimes do that. So it was a big eye opener for myself and for obviously the staff, because they came away with a whole bunch of uh, little tips and tricks on how to connect with the student mm-hmm. as opposed to, you know, um, we're not as militant as other, you know, martial arts schools, not to put anybody down, but um, we try to make a connection and, and, um, and understand what what other people are going through, and because of the training, I believe just about everybody in in uh, you know in on a, on my team picked up nice some some nice tips. So the program's really taken off because of it. That's great. I always, um, not always, but I I often on this podcast got to talk to people who, in a number of different ways, start to realize that um, that just taking the time to understand learning differences, you know, individual personalities, the way people um, kind of go at a, maybe a problem to be solved, or or just take care of themselves. It again, it it doesn't just help us become you know, more effective or 
uh, you know, kinder, more understanding people when we're around somebody who has a specific special need, but it actually really has a positive impact just in our general day-to-day interactions with everybody. So I'm always really pleased when I hear that a, a pretty specific training, because ours are all about very much about uh, working with people with autism and other um, neurodiversities, has a broader impact. You know, it was, it was incredible. The uh, The training was, you know, it was it was short and, and sweet and to the point and and like I said, uh, you know, if you if you videoed me, my face was, you know, <laughs> my joy dropped because I'm like, hey, wait a second, you know, and you know, I'm, I'm for myself. I'm like, wait a second, this kid in my adult class does that, and this kid in my junior class does that, and you know, I, I came to realize how many people, even though they're not technically on a spectrum, have some you know learning disabilities and learn differently. So it really did help uh, our staff. And again, not just to reach that all abilities class, but really to uh, to drive home uh, the other classes on on how to teach better. Um, we also learned, you know, the triggers and and how to calm the students down. Um, it's just it's it was a great great training program. Do you, we only have a, another two minutes or so in this first half of the interview? So let me ask you a quick question, and then we'll jump into more detail in the second half. Do you recall at the end of that day or maybe the following days something that really stood out to you in terms of one of your staff's um, reactions? Did any of your staff come to you with something really specific that you that you remember that was especially meaningful for them? Um, I, like I said, for myself especially is, is that one child that was looking at his feet. Um, and then we actually, um, you know, we actually had a lot of people specifically on you know, hey, wait a second. You know, we have this kid that does that, and on how to focus. You know, with them, mm-hmm. and uh, but the, but training was was so incredible. Like everybody was asking questions, and I, I knew right away during the class that um, that they were learning a lot of stuff. And you know, we had the one lady that actually is helping run the, the classroom. Um, she worked at the Anderson Center and, uh, same thing. She learned a whole bunch of things and we have a checklist now for when the students come in and what they're supposed to do. Um, uh, that helped a lot. Oh, like a visual uh, checklist. That's great. Right. Yeah. We have pictures and actually what they're supposed to do as they walk in the door. They're supposed to, uh, you know, grab their ID card and take their sneakers off and put their uniform on. It's, it's a nice little checklist and a curriculum. You know, because of that, it makes it a lot easier for the for the children to to better themselves. Yeah. And to do it independently without sort of relying on somebody constantly telling them what to do. When you give somebody a tool that they can use and that they can understand and can own themselves, I think it makes a big, big difference when it comes to independence. So that's awesome. Um, We're going to take a short break. When we come back, I want to hear about this all abilities um you know, the, the classes and how they're going. And, and we'd be curious uh, to hear also whether you've seen an increased interest from the community of people who maybe hadn't thought about bringing their loved one to a class and now are because they know that you're, you know, welcoming and, and trained. This is one in 44, the weekly talk, uh, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, and we'll be right back. It's been said that when someone you love has Parkinson's, you have Parkinson's. The Parkinson's Foundation knows that the disease doesn't just affect the diagnosed. It affects everyone who supports and helps care for them. If you or someone you know is living with Parkinson's, a neurological disease that affects movement, we understand that it can be difficult to know where to find help. If you have questions, the Parkinson's Foundation has answers. 
answers for everyone in the fight. We can help you understand the disease. Help you find expert care and local support. Give you tips for living a better life. And share the latest research. Find your answers and join us in the fight against Parkinson's. To learn more, please go to parkinson.org. Or call 1-800-473-4636. That's 1-800-473-4636. The Parkinson's Foundation. Better Better lives together. Sometimes I just cannot believe all the storms we've gone through here. I can only hope that we'll be able to leave this house to you one day, baby. You're our legacy. Planning for these disasters will make sure we're safe. It is the best way to protect that legacy. You know what? We should make an emergency communication plan. That way we're ready this year. At my dorm, we have emergency kits for earthquakes and wildfires, but I'm sure there's something more local I can send you with the link. Okay, smart. Protect your legacy. Visit ready.gov forward slash plan for the tools and tips you need to start your emergency preparedness plan today. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. And now, 1 in 44 continues on 100.7 WHUD. This is a weekly community affairs program presented by the Anderson Center for Autism. Welcome back to 1 in 44, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, and I'm talking today with Anthony Quattrochi, who is uh, um, owner, right? I would think owner of Anthony Quattrochi's Martial Arts Institute, and that's in Wappingers Falls, right? Correct. All right. And so you've had this company for, you said, about 20 years? 20 years, the end of the month, yes. Well, congratulations. That's exciting. Um, And recently had yourself and and about 10 of your staff go through the autism supportive environment training with members of Anderson's Anderson Center Consulting and Training. Um, We've been doing this ASE training for many years. And uh, Dutchess County has been a great partner with us because they, um, for businesses who apply, they provide grant opportunities so that businesses can go through this training um, uh, free of charge or with some financial assistance. And it's, it's something that we're very proud of. We love that so many business owners have, have taken advantage of this training. Um, one of my personal favorites is the range of types of businesses that we've been able to train. Um, I know that they've been out at libraries. They've been to, uh, restaurants are a big one. Uh, stores are another one. Um, we, they trained, a. a uh, banks, um, several banks, um, credit unions, um, and now the uh, Martial Arts Institute. And what I love about that is because it's um, the real impetus to starting autism supportive environment trainings was the recognition that so many families who were raising a loved one on the spectrum or with another neurodiversity that that you know, causes that person to engage in some different types of behaviors or just, you know, just interact in a different way as they're managing their environment, um, live in isolation. You know, they have so many uh, situations where there's stigma or they're stared at or they're asked to leave a store or they're at, they're told that they can't come to a favorite restaurant. Um, and, and so we started to hear so many stories about families who just chose to stay home or, um, they stopped going to the gym. They 
found ways to go to the bank, you know, that involved hiring a respite care provider to come to their house to take care of their loved ones. So that, you know, just so many steps involved in what many of us take for granted as just sort of our daily, you know, got to get these errands done in addition to everything else that we're doing. And stories like, uh, I, I had a set of grandparents tell me that they've never had a family meal with their children and grandchildren in a restaurant um, because it was just too hard to feel comfortable and safe in that environment, um, knowing that at any moment they might be asked to leave. Um, so on that note, um, I just love that now, you know, we have banks, we have restaurants, we have martial arts institutes, we're really starting to cover all this ground. Um what has your experience been now since the training? In addition well, to like the, the tools that you've created, do you see new faces? Oh, we see new faces. Um, we started the class about a year ago, and we just recently opened up a second class because of the interest. That's great. Um, and we'll, we'll, yeah, absolutely. And what's what really it shouldn't surprise me, but the amount of support, family members. Uh, relatives coming and and watching and trying to understand what the martial arts, um, how it could benefit them. Uh, we had a test on uh, actually yesterday and the waiting room was filled with people and only three of them were testing. And uh, it was support from, you know, friends and family and, and all sorts of relatives and, um, you know, the other other children were crying because they were they were happy for their their classmates getting promoted. Oh, that's um, it was it was really touching. It was very touching. Um, and I love that support. I yeah. love that support. And you know, I, I've seen that with James only because I've I've had James as a student for a very long time. Where um, he has a job and he he does his thing and. And, and it was cool. It was cool to talk to him and, and find out what he does at his job. And then he comes here and he supports. I tell you what, um, incredible, incredible support system. Uh, it, it's a great thing. It really is. That's, that's such a unique res- response. I wasn't expecting you to say that, but that's a great thing to focus in on that, that, um, a lot of times there is a circle of support around individuals who have some challenges. Um, and by opening yourself up as a business to working with those clients, you're also opening yourself up to feel the love and energy with that, that comes with that circle of support. So it's like, it just, it, it, this is how I just get so excited when I hear stuff like this because it's like, this is how the world changes. This is how right. it grows and spreads. And, and we need more people to experience what it feels like when, when you're surrounded by people who are there for your big milestones. So that's a wonderful story. I love that. Yeah. And it's, it's great because, you know, when I first opened up the martial arts school, you know, I wanted to teach, but, um, you know, I was interested in getting better, but then I realized, Hey, you know, these these students that I'm teaching, they're really getting something out of it, and I could see their their focus getting better, and their discipline, and and their attitudes, and I, I ended up caring obviously more for my students than I have them for myself, and uh, I get a great kick out of it, and you know, I, I, yeah, you know, I shed a tear even when my kids got promoted, and uh, I try not to show it because I'm supposed to be the tough guy, <laughs> but uh, you know, it just it was some of the things that I've seen over the 20 years. Um, you know, I, I, I know sometimes the martial arts has got a bad rap about fighting and things like that, but that's not what I see, um, especially in my my school where, you know, people actually fight to help 
uh, at testing and and help uh, fight to to help other students get better. It's just you know uh, like yesterday, people took off just to come in and help at the test for these uh, all ability students. And that's amazing. I've just blown away, just blown away. Well, it really sounds like you've take you've you've created a culture. Um, you know, at the Institute, that is something that I would hope other people will listen to this podcast and choose to do the same thing, because it does make a difference. And 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 if you haven't figured it out yet, I'm sure you're making a difference outside of the walls and the doors, um, because you, you're giving families a place that feels safe and welcoming and, and truly interested in the potential of their child and, and helping their child reach their own goals. So, um, so I can't promise that people aren't going to get that you're a bit of a softy too, Anthony, but, um, tell anybody that that's okay. Uh, I think that, I think that it's, it's something that, that needs to be out there more. So that's right. fantastic. Um, what are your plans for the future? Do you think there might be a third class or are you thinking, thinking bigger beyond that? Or are you just going to keep going with what you've got now? Um, I'm actually trying to reach as many people as I can to, to learn the benefits of the martial arts. Um, and it's, and again, it's, it's, it's regular traditional classes. It's all abilities. It's, um, we actually had a request just the other day, um, when we do the, our monthly woman self-defense course, uh, for somebody in a wheelchair that was in an accident. So we're going to be working with her. Um, and, and I started a silver, I call it silver. It's uh silver requirements because f- for us old people that are either injured or, or not flexible, mm-hmm. uh, a curriculum where they could actually learn the benefits of the martial arts without, with their limitations. Mm-hmm. So. Because of the the training and and opening up this class for the all ability students, it really opened up my eyes to uh, a broader a broader uh, way of looking at things and and how to reach more people to enjoy the martial arts. I think that's a wonderful expansion of your mission, and uh, it really warms my heart. And I'll just say this for anybody listening that that regardless of which class you might be interested in taking. Um, even if it's a very traditional one and you, and you're not, uh, a person who, who needs or be interested in the all abilities class or the silver class or anything like that. What you're doing when you're frequenting a business that's chosen to take the path that you're taking, Anthony, you're also supporting a business that's doing more than what it says on your sign. Um, and so I would just encourage people to, to get to know you and to, and to make a choice to, um, to make, autism supportive environment businesses a part of your daily life because by by helping you succeed the impact has just grown exponentially and and i love that so thank you for what you've done um where can people find you if they want to sign up for a class or just get to know what you're doing more uh are you well you could go to our website which is aqmai.com which is anthony quattrochi's martial arts institute you could see uh, actually the all abilities test that uh, we made a video. Um, one of our one of our uh, parents, Ray Beers, uh, made a nice video, and that's on the front page of the website. And we're going to try to cut that down into a commercial uh, in the near future. And you could see cool. actually the the class and the test, um, and 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 the looks on the the, the kids' faces. Um, and then I also like to say in closing, uh, even though you know we. We have this class. We have a lot of businesses, uh, well, I should say parents with businesses and they see what we do and it opens up their eyes and it opens up, uh, some, some possible, uh, benefits for hiring, you know, people that with the, with the ability, uh, disabilities in mm-hmm. the near future. So, mm-hmm. you know, I've been getting a lot of nice feedback from the parents in my school on, on the things and, 
uh, not only what we're doing with the with the students, but how the students are progressing. It's just it, absolutely incredible. Yeah, it's amazing what the uh, the power of feeling independent and and accomplishing personal goals can have for the way you sort of view yourself and your future and the way a parent might view the future for their for their child as they grow. Um, it the movement this that we're starting to see in terms of um, isolation. Uh, to where we're getting now and getting out of the house and more opportunities and um, and pushing for that and advocating is really exciting. And, and you're a huge part of that. So I just want to thank you, Anthony, um, and your whole team for making the choice to go through the training and then not only going through the training, but putting it to such excellent use and then just kind of sky's the limit approach to things. It's really a wonderful thing to see. And I appreciate you taking the time to share your story with us today. Um, this is 1 in 44, the weekly talk show on topics related to, uh, to, I wanted to say to Anthony, no, topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski. And remember, Anderson Cares. You've been listening to 1 in 44, a weekly presentation of the Anderson Center for Autism. Join us for another edition of the show at this time next weekend.